I'm Danny, that witch next door. And you're listening to That Witch Podcast. Welcome back to the neighborhood. It's time for another episode of That Witch Podcast. I'm Danny, That Witch Next Door, your guide, your host, your mentor and instructor in all things magic, witchcraft, astrology, and business. And if you are joining us for the first time this week, hello. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. And if this is not your first time around the witchy neighborhood here, thank you so much for joining us again. I really, really, once again, just have to say how grateful I am for all of you. This is just amazing. This is absolutely incredible. There's like 500 of you listening to every episode, and that is so amazing. So thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, 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 Astro Weather Update, shall we? Are we out of the woods? Well, we're kind of getting there, aren't we? We have had three main players station direct. Uh, two just in the last couple of days. But first, Saturn did station direct back on October 10th. And then just this past Sunday, October 17th, Jupiter also stationed direct from its retrograde period. And finally, that tricky, tricky motherfucker, Mercury, (laughs) stationed direct yesterday on October 18th. Now, keep in mind that we are in the post-shadow period of these retrogrades. There are always a, there's always a pre-shadow period and a post-shadow period. And the pre-shadow period is honestly very similar to kind of a preview of what you're going to be uh, expecting in the coming retrograde period, the kinds of lessons and themes that you will be confronted with. And then the post-shadow period is really more of the time to actually apply our knowledge and apply all of these lessons that we've learned. So a good thing to do is just reflect back on all of your journal prompts, right? From Instagram, from the Mercury Retrograde Journal Challenge. You can go and reflect through all of those journal prompts and it will really give you an idea of the main themes that you were really working with and growing through over the last three weeks. And that will give you an idea of the kinds of lessons and behaviors that you are kind of expected to be applying in this post shadow period. Okay. So there is kind of your astro reflections to take with you today. Now, If you are feeling a lot, we were just talking about this on YouTube on the pre-show tarot reading, but if you are feeling really, really high energy today, or maybe you're feeling kind of pre-drained, like you know you're kind of anticipating how tired you're about to feel, that is this very intense building energy of this gorgeous but still intense. Aries full moon tomorrow, October 20th. Now this full moon is going to be tomorrow morning at 8.56 AM. That is MST. And so remember that with any kind of moon magic, any kind of moon energy, you really always give yourself this three-day rule of thumb that you can follow. It's like a three-day energy rule where, for example, with the full moon, the day before, the day of, and the day afterward are all the moon, the full moon energy. Okay. You can really, really, really harness and utilize the full full moon's energy within that entire like orb of time. Okay. So if, you know, maybe it's Wednesday and you have prior obligations at nine o'clock in the morning and you can't do your full moon ritual, that's totally fine. You could do that tonight. You could do that tomorrow night, whatever you feel called to my loves. But Aries full moon is magnificent for new beginnings. So anything that you need to release and let go of to really manifest and grab this new beginning of yours, this new chapter, this could be a new version of yourself. This could even be to just spark 
newness within yourself. This could be to just spark refreshing energy. Aries is a bringer of life, okay? It's the spark of life. And so this full moon can be a hot one, lots and lots of fireworks. Uh, definitely a really, really great one for sex magic just because Aries is so incredibly animalistic and raw and, and just passionate in the moment. Aries, in a lot of ways, doesn't mind that kind of fiery vulnerability. You know what I mean? Um, and so take all of this, this spiciness into your full moon tomorrow. How are you feeling though? Make sure you check in with yourself. Because if you're feeling super, super, super intense, maybe some sex magic with yourself is a little bit more of what you're needing. Maybe you're just needing to use all this pent up building, building energy to just have this like ultimate, ultimate release and relief for yourself. Really imagine how amazing that would feel. So take all of these little insights in mind, okay? Just take all these with you into your full moon tomorrow. Scorpio season is upon us, y'all. So if you're feeling <laughs> sassy, sexy, and spicy, I mean, it's coming. Just embrace it. Just fucking embrace it. Cut your hair, paint your nails, do the makeup that you wanted to do, wear the skirt, wear the boots. You know what I mean? Say the thing or better yet, don't say anything at all and just do something about it. Okay. <sighs> You're in tune with everything. The veil is getting thinner and thinner and thinner. Remember a couple episodes when we were talking about how probably a little bit sensey, sensitive we're all feeling right now? Lean into it and just open up your feelers and, and really open yourself up to the experience, okay? That's what Scorpio is kind of all about. All right, everybody. Now, I love this fiery, transformative energy. I love that we're going into a full moon tomorrow. I love that it's in Aries. I love that we have station direct on three major retrogrades because there is this newness. There is kind of this shift in the wheel right now. And really what that is, is we're turning into the dark half of the year, okay? That's why we were kind of feeling it all through Libra season. This is the wheel turning, and we're really kind of at that cusp right now. And this is a perfect time to start really thinking about next year, thinking about your business, thinking about your, your message and, and your mission and what it is that you try and do and how, how you show up and what you put out there. This is a perfect time to start mapping out, visualizing your goals for the next year. Remember, we were kind of talking about this a couple of episodes ago. And so with that, I think comes a great, great time for some education about some marketing basics. So whether this information is coming to you and it is brand new or whether this is just a really great refresher so that you can kind of revamp your marketing strategy, this is for you. I think that you're really going to enjoy this. So really today, what I want to talk about is your messaging overall. We really, really need to start with a solid foundation. Okay. So, and that always will begin with a strong, solid, consistent brand message. But I also want to talk about representation, visual representation, and so forth, as well as consistency and building that trust with your audience and building that trust with your clients, really layering that into your vision and flow practice that we talked about a couple of episodes ago. If you did miss that one, it's called The Power of Ritual. It was just two episodes ago, uh, episode 13. And it would be really good to listen to that one first if you haven't listened to it yet. Or at least make sure you go listen to it after this one because the two of these will really, really nicely go hand in hand. And then I really just want to get from there more into the nitty gritty of things. Okay. So like, what are some of the platform options? Let's talk about them. Let's talk about the pros and cons. Let's talk about our struggles and challenges on there as small business owners, but Let's also talk about our roles as followers and, and our roles on there as being part of the social community and things like that, okay? So this is going to be a super, super informative one. Very likely this is a two-parter. 
very likely, you probably already heard a disclaimer at the beginning of me saying that I ended up splitting this episode because I don't want to miss out on anything. This is really important, intuitive marketing basics, okay? Now, when it comes to that strong foundation that I'm talking about, when it comes to your messaging, what is that? What am I talking about? And how do you know what it is? Well, to put it as simply as possibly, your business and brand message is directly rooted in your brand and business's mission statement. So whatever your mission is, based on whatever your values are, based on your experience, is where you will discover and craft and cultivate and then promote your brand message. When you go through this, what may seem like a tedious process, I'll just call it what it is. It might seem like a tedious process. What, Danny? What do you mean my experience, my values, my mission statement? What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Well, if you don't know what I'm talking about, that means that you are missing one or all of these components in your business. Have you ever actually written out your story, your experience, your journey, what the fuck you've been through? What made you even get to where you are today? Why did you even want to start a business? There can be many reasons, but what are they? How did you get to them? And as you write out this story, you'll find that your values will also start to emerge because these are the different aspects and things that we learn and gain along our journey and along our adventure, okay? Once you understand your unique story, your business's unique story, and your personal and professional values that you gained and learned along the way, From that is going to develop your mission in your business and quite frankly, very likely in your life as well. When we stay really rooted and and develop a brand and business message that comes from and through this place that I'm describing, this extremely intimate, deep-rooted part of ourselves, this is how we ensure intuitive and ethical business practice and marketing practice. Because we know that everything we say, everything we do, every transaction, every interaction with the client, every post, every comment, we know where it comes from and what it's rooted in. And just like we talked about on the Power of Ritual episode, This is why it's so important to have visionary practice and to always be having these checks and balances with yourself along your journey and along your growth because it is okay if your mission morphs over time. It is okay if things change and transform. I would expect it, quite frankly. But coming from a place of authenticity and truth should never change. Does that make sense? So I really want to put this through my own scope. A lot of these are things that we talk about in the masterclass. A lot of these are concepts that I teach about with almost every single client. It's definitely a part of the mentorship. These are some of the most important business basics, okay? And they are some of the fundamentals of ethical, effective marketing. So I'm going to give you my story, my example, my mistakes. And I hope that you can relate in certain places, but overall, overall, I just want you to have a real life example of how critical this practice is, is coming from this, this authentic place that's rooted in your story, in your values, and in your mission, okay? So I've been in business for a long time. 
And I started my, I started my very, very first business when I was, I believe, 24 or so. I tried to, I tried to start a blog and I very briefly started a, uh, like home to home cleaning service business myself. Very, very briefly. I, and the only reason I emphasize that is because I overwhelmed myself so instantly. It's not even funny. Oh my God. I, I never once in all of those first endeavors and all of those first years, I can sit here and tell every single one of you, I have never started a business, quote unquote, the right way or the way that I teach. Okay. I teach the practice and the timeline and the structure of starting a business the way that I do because of how many times I have fucked up in business. I learned the hard way over and over and over again. I have had to go back and rework and rebuild or just go back and build in general areas that I just completely neglected in the first place. I've done it so many times. And that's why I know the order to do these things in now. Because after so many years, you get to this point where you're like, oh my God, if I would have just done this before I did this, and then if I could have just done this from the very get-go, I would have always been doing it this way and I wouldn't have had X, Y, and Z. And da, da. So it's just, that's that's a huge, huge part of my story. And so I want it to not only be relatable, but I want it to serve as a reminder that it does not matter where you're at in your experience. It does not matter if you don't have a business and you're just aspiring still, and that's the stage that you're in. It doesn't matter if you've been a business owner for 20 years. There are, it is never, ever, ever too late to to go back and reconfigure and rework and add here and change there. Okay, this is, it's all totally part of the practice. You know, I do my very, very best to offer the best tools and map and outline that I can to students and clients. But at the end of the day, it's still your own journey. And I will always, always encourage simply embracing that and following your intuition at the end of the day. Because your intuition is still extremely rooted in in logic and practicality. You can trust your intuition. How many times have I said that on this damn show? Well, it will not be the last. Thank you very much. Okay. Now, my story is that many, many, many years ago, many, many moons ago, <laughs> I started uh, these businesses... Again, I I couldn't even tell you. I want to say like three or four. And it was always like in the heat of the moment. Sometimes it was out of passion. Sometimes, let's be honest, it was out of financial desperation. How many of you have done that? Raise your hand. How many of you have realized, fuck, I need to make extra money? And so you like just start offering freelance services. You know what I mean? I mean, these are business ventures that they very much count as entrepreneurial ventures, okay? So if you're like, oh, well, I've done little things like that and never considered myself a business owner, you are. You dabbled in in self-employment, okay? So I would start these things in the heat of the moment and always, always was the... I can learn along the way. There's YouTube University. There's always people out there I can talk to and get support from. I am going to learn everything that I can for myself because I'm a competent person and and I can figure this shit out and do it for myself. I know X, Y, and Z. They did it for themselves. If they can do it, I can do it having absolutely no idea or point of reference of what that person has been through, what their resources were at their startup, anything at all, right? If they had a strategy, if they don't, or anything, anything. And this is so common. 
this exact process that I'm describing, it's probably a little familiar. It's seriously so common. Does it not sound a little bit like somebody that you may or may not know? This is okay. And it's workable. But it is a direct road to burnout. And most of you that were relating to me just now were like, yep, got there too. Either here now in burnout or I gave up and quit it. Or... I was able to push through it and learn or hire or whatever it was. And I, you know, and then I got through it. Those are the only three options. You're either stuck in burnout, you ended up giving up, or you push through it. You'll reach that point in your journey multiple times. This is why it's always important, especially during these retrograde periods, to include your business in your reevaluation and your reconfiguring. Because again, How do you know that the direction you're going is forward if you never take a second to stand up and look around at your surroundings, okay? And never actually take in, like take stock in what you're actually doing, okay? So heat of the moment, starting a business, leading me to burnout. So I would either just give up on the project altogether or I would say I need to just put it off because it was stressing me out. Like there was always a million reasons. And I'll be honest with you, I'll have full accountability here. Let's all do it together. They were excuses. They were excuses. That's fine. I should have been able to have the the truth and honesty with myself to be like, I don't want to do this anymore. I tried this new thing out and I don't like it. I don't want to do it anymore. That's a valid enough reason to stop doing something. And I want you to know that you always have that in your back pocket, that you are allowed to try new things. Take this Aries full moon tomorrow and remind yourself that you're allowed to try new things. You're allowed to fail at them. They're allowed to be different than what you expect. All kind, all of it. Validate that experience. New beginnings come with a risk. That's okay. Risk, especially healthy risk, is good for us. It's good for us, okay? Keeps us from getting stagnant. Now, in my journey, I finally, finally, now let me know if this is where you're at, some of you, I finally find this thing that I'm passionate about and I want to do it. And when the girls and I started the shop all those years ago, it was still very rooted in this same common scenario of heat of the moment. We're passionate. We're excited. We have shit and value to offer the world. Let's do this and do it right now. We'll figure this out as we go. And boy, oh boy, did we do that. We did figure a lot of things out along the way. We also worked probably like 10 times harder than we would have had to in those first three, four years of business. And had we not started from a rooted foundation, one of the greatest things we learned along our way was to go back and rebuild that foundation. So one of the most valuable lessons that I had in my time at Arcana was just that, was how powerful a rebrand can be. And that no matter how long you've been in business, no matter what your experience has been so far, you can always go back in and rework. If you look at your foundation of your business and it's still your baby and it's still what you want to do and you still love it, you can go in there and do some work. You can go in there and do some shining up and do some repairs, okay? And that is one of the most valuable lessons that I learned in my time there because that's exactly what we did. And that's exactly what we were able to do. We were able to take that business to a completely different level. We spiked, we got to skip like 40 levels because we went back and did that super, super important foundational work. We just did it a few years later instead of doing it at the beginning. Now, I want to talk about a very important part of my journey, which is a huge, if not main contributing factor to how this happened to all of us. 
because I am, again, so confident I'm talking to some people right now that are in the same predicament. We still had full-time jobs. We still work 40 hours a week, if not a little bit more. One of us was already a mom. One of us was trying to become a mom. One of us was getting married and changing jobs, changing full-time jobs. Like it was so... Having these full-time life responsibilities and a full-time professional responsibility on top of starting and running and growing and maintaining our own business. Listen to me right now. If this is you, if you're listening to this and you have a side hustle or you have your own small business and you're still working at your full-time job and you're doing your fucking best and you're struggling, maybe some days you feel like you really hit your stride and find your flow and some days you are just hit in the wall and you are questioning if it's worth it or not, hold on right now. I want you to take a huge deep cleansing breath right now. Let her out. Because guess what, baby? You are doing a great fucking job. That shit is not easy. And I am giving you the biggest, biggest round of applause and the biggest spiritual hug right now. I hope you can feel my energy giving you a big hug. Because that shit is fucking hard. That is hard. And I commend you. So many of us who have finally been able to go full-time in our own business Holy cow, we relate to you so, so much, my love. We relate to you so much. I feel you. And I want to be the sign and the reminder that you are being called to this path and you are being driven and fueled on that path for a reason. And you following that intuition, even, and not just even, especially during the scary and challenging times is powerful and amazing of you. And you're doing a great fucking job. Ugh, I hope you can feel my love because seriously, it's not easy. However, I want to let you know that you can make it easier on yourself. Yay! Again, when we come from a strong foundation, when we come from a consistent brand message that is rooted in our experience, values, and mission, that alone is going to cut out a ton of work. And the bulk of that work is having to like come up with and brainstorm what you want to sell, what you want to offer, what you want your website to look like, what kind of things you want to talk about, what you want to post about, which pictures look like, okay? When you develop that holy trinity, that super powerhouse trifecta, your story, your values, your mission, oh my God, they are like the beams and the columns and the drywall and the concrete, whatever... Whatever the strong materials are in construction (laughs) that define a strong structure or building, (laughs) that is the analogy for the holy trifecta here, okay? So this is something I do not want you to skip. If you didn't come to the masterclass or you weren't able to register in time for that, my my masterclass, How to Start a Witchy Business That's Actually Legit, has a workbook that will actually walk you through a lot of the exercises um, that I talk about on the show and stuff like that. It is a free workbook. It's a free masterclass that you can download. Um, you can just head to the the links in my bio on Instagram, and I'll even put it in the show description here for you as well. But um, don't skip the holy trifecta on YouTube. We're doing triangles and threes with our hands. (laughs) Aren't you sad you're missing it, audio people? Okay. Now, your message trifecta, very important. Let's talk and transition a little bit here into representation and consistency. So remember how I said that this really, really amazing, powerful, lesson that I learned while I was working with the girls at Arcana um, was in the the power of the rebrand, right? And it wasn't, a lot of people 
if you've never had a rebrand or you don't know much about branding, um, you don't understand how big that is, most likely. It it sounds like this really simple thing. It sounds like this little like fun makeover rebrand. It is so much deeper than that. It is a, a real quality rebrand is rooted in that that foundation and trifecta that we've been talking about. And so a rebrand is usually what takes place when you're doing um, some reflecting and some review of your business, your practices, your messaging, your marketing, right? You're just doing an overall kind of audit of your business and you're really looking for and combing through what is no longer aligning and what is definitely aligning, what is not working, and what is super duper definitely working. Okay, these are the kind of things that you're going through. You're doing this self-audit. And through that, this is where you're kind of making note of, of areas that you, and if you're in business with anybody, any areas you or your team have kind of changed and where you're transforming and where you're heading now, okay? And you want your brand to now reflect that. It's powerful because it's going to take this new version, this new chapter, okay? And it's going to visualize it and represent it for you in everything that you do. This is why branding visuals are so important. We're going to like kind of be going down this rabbit hole, okay? for the rest of this episode. And next time on part two, we're going to talk about the actual like nitty gritty of the social media, the platforms and, and how often you're posting and, and, and what do you want to post and stuff like that and making a content schedule. So we're going to talk about that on part two, but before we can even get there, we need to first start, if we're talking about marketing basics, we really need to start talking about branding, design, visuals. Okay. I am going to preface this second half of this episode right now with, I'm going to get a little bit on my soapbox here because I have to be honest with all of you and tell you that I keep up. Okay. I, I do my research. I peek around on the internet. I go around on Instagram. I do my market research within our industry here and folks, Oh, a lot of us, a lot of people are missing the mark here and they're not missing the mark because they're just trying their best. And, you know, that's what a lot of people, and I mean a fuck ton of people, are not even trying to educate themselves or have any kind of understanding for visual branding or design at all, at all. And so they either piss all over it and don't give a shit about it. And so they don't have any, they don't have any, there's just, there's no branding visuals. It's just, I go online and I vomit whatever the fuck I want on there (laughs) as far as colors, pictures, shapes, anything. I just fucking, whatever the fuck I feel like. Um, Or you have people that are like, oh, I'll just make it, you know, how everybody else's looks. Which, hello, red flag I'm waving in the air here. No, 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 no. Tiny little slap on the hand. That is not very original and that is certainly not very authentic. Now, if there are certain visuals and aesthetics and moods and vibes that are trendy and that you really love, that's different. That's that's totally fine. I'm talking about, and I get, I, I not only see this, I hear people talk about it that I'm just going to go on Canva and use their thing. The Canva templates, which we're going to talk about a lot on this show, because Canva, let's be honest, is a you know gift from the gods for small business. Holy cow, it has changed, changed the game for all of us. Um, people, 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 pump the brakes. The point of those Canva templates are to make them your own. Okay. Now there, you can definitely kind of hop on a vibe and find it and ride that wave. And you might find Canva templates that you don't have to tweak that much because it just happens to be super in line with your vibe. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the people. You guys can't do this. If you're doing this, I need you to not do this. You cannot go on Canva and use it like they are your designer, like go on those free templates 
and just pretend that that's your brand. Here's what will happen if you do that. It is really convenient. You're right. You don't even have to change the color. You don't have to change the layout. You don't have to change the font. All you have to do is change the text, right? You just have to override it, put in your handle, put in whatever copy or text you want. Boom, boom, done. Maybe a picture of yourself instead. Here's the deal. A fucking million other people are doing that. A million other people are doing that. Now, market saturation is an old, old myth of capitalism, okay? That, that you know, we are trying to make everybody, you know, scared to be an entrepreneur. And so there's this old school myth that there's market saturation and the, and the trendier that it is, the more that you see the entrepreneur's um, starting up in the witchy and spiritual industry. You don't want to do that. There's already too many tarot readers. There's too many astrologers. No, 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 no. None of that is true. That's all bullshit. You can go ahead and take that and say, thank you, goodbye, you're bullshit. However, standing out and being who you are because you are already the beautiful, unique fucking human being that you are, that, my friends, is very important, okay? That is key. That is what debunks the market saturation myth. That's why it's so important that you don't just go on and use the same fucking thing that every single other person is using. It's okay to use those templates. It's okay if your stuff looks really, really similar to the templates, but change it enough to make it your own. You can do this. You can be original. Hi, Again with the Aries moon tomorrow. It's really perfect time for refreshing energy. I'm serious. Now is a beautiful, beautiful moon to release the need or the stock that you put in other people's opinions of you. And it is the time to embrace and claim your independence and claim your individuality. Okay. Aries is all about self, baby. Now is again, that's why I was saying the the self-sex magic. This would be a really perfect time for some self-love magic through self-sex magic. Okay. Seriously, go masturbate. Okay. Then wash your hands. <laughs> I had to. Okay. <laughs> if we're gonna have the explicit rating, we're going to be explicit. Okay. So Canva, we're going to keep talking about Canva, but again, remember, really utilizing your trifecta, that foundation that you build is in itself this nice little contained capsule of your originality, okay? And so I want you to use that exercise or use that foundation and that trifecta, your story, your values, and your mission to then brainstorm and come up with the mood, the vibe, the aesthetic of your unique brand and business, okay? Now, there are... We are about to talk about hiring versus not hiring professional designers, okay? I am a person that does both. I have a designer. Hi, Kaylee. I know you listen and I love you so much. I have a designer and I also do some of my own designing, okay? You can do both, but I'm about to get on my soapbox here because I've done a lot of education. I've invested in myself this year and I have learned a lot. And it's time y'all sit down and listen. Here's the deal. I know, I know. Let's start right off the bat. I know it's expensive. And I don't mean to all the designers in the world, listen to me right now. I don't mean the word expensive like you're overcharging. I don't mean that. I mean that it is a higher quality, higher ticket skill. I recognize that and validate that on both sides, okay? I also... I'm a huge, huge encourager of smart spending, smart budgeting, smart financing from the very fucking get-go in your business. We definitely have another finances episode coming up super, super soon too. It is one of the most important building blocks really in that strong foundation of your business is is spending your money in a smart way. I hate that fucking phrase, go to spend money to make money, go to spend money to make money. It doesn't mean anything to anybody. That That is just this open-ended phrase that can put people into debt. <laughs> like, let's, let's honestly fucking call that what that is. 
However, what I will say is you do need to make smart spending decisions to make the most potential money. There are things that it will save you and therefore make you more, way more money if you budget and invest in them sooner rather than later. Here's what they are. There's three of them. Coaching, like business education, business coaching, even like life coaching. You could do kind of a business and life coach, okay? Business coaching, life coaching, mentoring, that, design, and accounting and finances. If there are anything, if there's anything that you save up for, take a loan out for, whatever it is, at the beginning of your business, those are three very, very smart ways to invest your money. And it will end up, again, not only saving you a ton, but it will therefore end up making you even more I could not mean anything more in my life. Write it down. The three things that are the most worth investing in you and your business as early as you possibly can is a quality like business coach or business mentor, accounting and finance, and branding and designer. Okay? Seriously. Because a good quality business coach should have a really good holistic approach with you and be very understanding of your real life part of your life, as well as your, you know, really realistic business needs where you need support, where how you can grow the best and really combining those two for sustainable long-term success quality accounting so that you don't wake up one day in five years and realize you've been losing money this whole time. You have no idea how common that is. You think you've been breaking even and then you very first see your first accountant or you see your first professional CPA to get your business taxes done and find out you've actually been losing when you so did not have to. And then finally, design and branding. Now, We're not going to focus on the first two because that's not what the episode's about today. We can talk about those more though. But today we're going to talk about that importance of investing in design and branding early on. And it's okay if you can't do it right away. Everyone has their own financial situation and it is valid and I am here and supportive. You can also, it's never too late to just start saving. Start, Start budgeting. What can you cut out? What can you save a little bit more of? And over time, that will add up a lot faster than you think. Remember, especially if you like didn't go to college, if you, if, I mean, just remember that in America, we shame the fuck out of debt. And, and I am no stranger to this. I also firmly believe just like the the millions of amazing college graduates that we have, that there are tons of people that regret their student loans. And we can just call that what it is. But there are tons of people that don't regret their student loans. And they stand by every penny of that debt for their experience and their knowledge that they gained and their future that it gave them. Okay. And it's the same for your business. So Keep that in mind when you're financing something. If you are getting a personal loan, if you are getting a business loan, if you are getting investors, okay, we really, really shame this, but we never shame it when it comes to college students. And we just say, but they're setting themselves up for a good future. Why is it not the same for entrepreneurs? Why? Can you tell me why? Usually the loan that an entrepreneur needs is a fraction of the cost. So why? Just keep all these things in mind. Let these little seeds kind of plant in your brain and think about them, mull them over. And while they're planted back there, I want to tell you why design at the beginning is so important. Not just design, why why your brand representation and visual consistency is so important. Mainly trust. How do you feel about the word trust? When you use the word trust and you mean it, How does that word feel to you? 
that feeling is what a quality ethical business should try and foster through their brand visuals, period. That's why it's so fucking important. We are living in a time and age, and this is a beautiful, beautiful thing. We are living in a time and age where people are not down with like unethical bullshit sales strategies and tactics. It is very, very transparent. People are seeing through that shit and they are saying no to it. More, There are still people making empty-minded purchases, but we're not talking about them. We're talking about the people like you that are becoming more and more mindful about where their money is going, more and more mindful about who they're supporting, right? And when you look at yourself from the consumer point of view, this will really, really help you from the business owner point of view as well. When you have a brand new visitor show up to one of your spaces, whether it's here, hi, YouTube, or, or hi, podcast, or social media, like Instagram or whatever, or my website, no matter where it is, when a new person shows up on one of your spaces and they look at anything you put out, whether it's words that you typed or it's a graphic or it's a picture, anything, it should convey a vibe or a message. That's why. And the clearer and stronger and more consistent it is that, that you've been building and building that vibration and building and building that energy for such a long time, someone can just get to a landing page on your website. They could just happen upon an episode of your podcast and they feel completely seen and heard and understood. That feeling from the word trust, they trust you. We don't want to get people to trust us so we can fuck them over and take advantage of us. We want people in this community, in this witchy neighborhood, we want people to trust us because what we offer actually helps people. Your product, your service, why do you offer it? What was your trifecta? What was your Holy Trinity three? What was your story? What are your values? And therefore, what is your mission? Because that means that your products or your services help people. And in order to help as many people as we can and to offer them the transformation that our products or services give them, they need to trust what we're fucking telling them. Duh. Hello. Do you know how scammed most people get all the time? Oh yeah, you do because it happens to you all the time too. We all get like constantly people are trying to dupe us. There are so many goddamn scammers out there in the world. And there are how many of them in this witchy community? Oh my God. Quick little side note about these fake profiles. If I have 500 people listening to this episode, I'm going to go ahead and use this platform right here and right now. People, there are a ton of fake accounts and scammers on Instagram. It's okay if you didn't know about this and this is the first time that you're hearing about it, but you do need to educate yourself on safe online purchases. It is insane how many people every day I read about getting like really seriously screwed over by these people that are, I'm sorry, but it is very obvious that these accounts are fake. You're not even trying to fact check. I'm not even going to go into the how to decipher a good profile from a bad one. We're going to save that for the, for the next episode when we get into the actual like nitty gritty of social media. But I'm serious. I wanted to still, God, take a minute to just be like, if you have been on Instagram and the witch of your spiritual community for even like a fucking week, you've probably seen somebody post about the ridiculous freaking epidemic of these fake scammer accounts. Knowing that alone, do you see why maybe it's a little important that you come off very professional and very credible and very legit in your business? Because people are getting scammed. And not only are people getting scammed, they're getting scammed in the middle of a fucking pandemic when we're struggling like we have not struggled economically in a long time, folks. In a long fucking time. And so people are really scared financially. But you also know that your product or your service helps people. You also know that you put your heart and soul into it. 
And that matters. That's value that you have to offer the world. Just because people are scared and there's people out there taking advantage of other people doesn't mean, oh, I better not get out there and stir the pot. No, it does. It means get out there and stir the ethical pot. Put your good shit out there. Let's drown these fuckers out. Let's start practicing more and more and more ethical, self-sustaining business. Oh my God, can I get a hallelujah with that? Seriously, though. <laughs> I, I like down with this stupid, like, I really hope that you listen to the pre-show tarot reading because <laughs> this is a very fitting rant, but I'm, I, I'm serious. Like we are at this incredible opportunity to really, really redefine our relationship with money and business and actually make a fucking legit profound impact and imprint on what it looks like going forward. If you have something to offer, like I know that you do, do it. I want these episodes not to intimidate you. It might feel a little overwhelming information wise, but that's okay. Listen to it and take the time that you need to like let it absorb and sink in and then you'll find yourself getting inspired. But truly, truly, you have something. You have something of power and something of value. Something that could change or save somebody's life. Don't, don't hold back because Instagram is hard. Don't hold back because, because making a good graphic is hard. Or it might be a lot to budget for a designer or like your business, your product, what you offer, your services, it's worth it. And that's why having the visual representation from the fucking moment a newcomer looks at anything that you put out there online. That's why having that visual is so critical. Do you see why it might be as beneficial as possible if you could do that as early as possible? Yeah, Danny, but how do we do it? Well, I'll tell you. I'm glad you asked. Okay. A little drink of caffeine juice. <laughs> okay. One of the best ways to get started, especially if you're on a budget, is starting with like a mood board or a vision board. You can do this um, physically and make like a real one on a poster board or a cork board or and, and, or <laughs> you can do a digital one using Pinterest or Tumblr or something like that. Okay. Um, oh, we talked about the vision board last time. This is more of a vision board specifically for your brand vibe though. Okay. So this is like saving pictures or textures or colors, color palettes, um, examples of branding, examples of fonts, examples, maybe screenshots of other websites and stuff like that. Examples of other people's Instagram content. Anything that just reminds you or speaks the vibe that you want your business to also have or the vibe that you know your business has. I want you to think of this exercise as like really cultivating and crafting your business's unique energy because the more that you put into that and developing that, the more it will actually manifest and become its own entity. Um, and it makes it even more powerful. And quite honestly, it makes it even easier to nurture that, that entity. Okay. So you want to start with something like a mood board and you want to, to really examine color palette here. You want colors that you actually enjoy. Don't only use trendy colors because a hello, I just said it through. If you're only picking it because it's trendy, then it's going to look like everybody else. How about, do you like a couple of trendy colors and what is something really unique? Like what are a couple of colors that are really unique that you could add into those that you really haven't seen before that makes it a little bit more striking visually, okay? Things like this. Um, so start by making this because what will happen is when you start with that uh, holy trifecta of a business foundation and then you create your brand's energy and vibe and aesthetic, while you're saving up for, or while you're budgeting for a designer, you can get on Canva. You can utilize the tools that are available to you, but make them look your own, but still give them the complete individuality that your business deserves. Okay. So again, you literally, you go on Pinterest and you type in like brand font ideas. That's it. 
every time I tell people this, like, oh, I didn't even think about that. I know it's so simple, but it's so easy. Um, now, here's a little quick soapboxy part, okay? Designers charge what they charge because what they do is an incredible skill. It takes not only so much time and practice and education, but the tasks that they do physically take a long time. And they're even fast at it compared to the untrained individual like me. When people see the price for a website, for example, you find a designer. Oh, I just want someone to design my website. That's all I need. I hear that all the time. It's all I need. I just need a website. Just a website. It's, a brand is so much more than that. A website is part of a brand, okay? When you when you kind of have that attitude or you come at it that way, your Instagram's going to look different than your website. Your logo's going to look different from your website and your Instagram. Nothing is going to connect if you look at them all like separate entities. This is my Instagram. This is my Pinterest. This is my website. And these are, are how they visually look. Uh-uh. They are all part of the exact same thing. That's why you got to start with the holy trifecta. That's why you got to then move on to the vision and mood board because everything needs to stem from there so that all of those platforms visually connect. Why? So that we have that immediate trust upon arrival. And so when people are like, oh, I just want a website and they go and look at the price for it. People, have you ever designed a website? I'm going to go ahead and guess no, considering the fact that you're literally online looking for somebody to build a website. I'm going to tell you something. I'm not a designer at all. I had two jobs where I was in charge of managing our social media, um, learning some basic marketing and doing some basic website management. There was some like very mild coding and stuff like that, that I was, it was <laughs> very easy to keep up with because of the MySpace days. Okay. Social media used to be educational, <laughs> um, but I knew enough. And so when I very first did my website, I thought I could do it myself and start and keep in mind, this is starting from scratch. Do I have a logo? No. Do I have colors? Absolutely not. Do I know what my fonts are? Never heard of them. Like I am just like, oh, I'll just start a website. It's for a blog. It's going to be totes great. It'll be like designing my MySpace page. <laughs> well, so I, you know, think that I can do all this all by myself and I can. It's not that I can't, in general, maintain my website or throw a graphic together, right? If you're on my Instagram, if you've seen my website, I physically do the website and make the graphics. But, and I appreciate all of your compliments because everyone's like, you're so good at doing it. I appreciate that. And thank you very, very much. I very humbly accept your thanks. Thank you. Also, or your praise. Thank you. Also though, that would be impossible had I not invested in a professional designer to create those elements for me. I know this for a fact. And one of these days I am going to show you a before and after. I am going to show all of you the difference between what my graphics looked like before and after hiring a designer. And I'll even show you the progress. Before I hired Kaylee, I'll show you the progress I had already been making. I had been doing not a terrible job. They had been getting better. But you will see the just, oh my God, crazy leap in improvement when I invested. The reason I did is because I was like, look, this is what I'm going to do. This is my dream. This is the thing I'm going to do. I'm not putting off the most important part. Like the most important part is that recognition, right? That trust upon arrival, that knowing who whose site you're on, recognizing the colors, recognizing the logo, and therefore recognizing the face and the wording and the messaging and the products, everything. 
I'm not going to just throw all of that aside and come back to it later because I had learned that big lesson during our Arcana rebrand. And so that was why I was like, you know what? I was still pretty early into my journey, specifically at that witch next door. And I was like, it's, it's like now or never, not literally, but like that's was the attitude that I took. Like it is time. I am showing myself and showing my business that this is my commitment and this is what I want to do. And oh my God, I could not be more and more rewarded for it every single day. It was the turning point in my business. It was the turning point. And guess what Kaylee also worked on with me? My story, my values, my mission. This is not a bunch of junk that I'm trying to feed you. I was like, what am I trying to say? (laughs) It's not a bunch of junk that I'm trying to feed you. This is real practical advice. This is all of those those big witchy influencers and businesses that you follow that you see that are really successful. They follow these practices too. And the really, really big ones that have a lot of followers, but they're very, very disorganized. They're good in their advice and they're good in their readings and stuff, but they're super disorganized in their bookings and their websites and They're just working harder than they have to. They're not doing anything wrong. They're not doing anything wrong. They're just working way harder than they have to. And honestly, if entrepreneurship doesn't fill your cup and it only drains you, literally only, that there's no point in that journey anymore. What is the point if that's the case? So you do want to make sure you don't get stuck in these ruts that are leading to burnout, that are leading to to working, you know, 10 times harder than you even have to. We don't want to take like, it's not about like the easy way out. It's about like the working smarter, not harder thing. Okay. It's about actually making smart decisions that will benefit you long-term, that cultivate sustainability in your business in all areas. These are some of the most important fundamentals of marketing basics. And I really, really hope that you learned something today or were inspired by today's episode. I love talking about marketing. Okay. I fucking love it. I love learning about it. I love strategizing and planning. Like I love marketing. So if you are looking for support in this area specifically, please come to me. Um, I really, it is one of my favorite things to coach about. So right now, ways that you can work with me, um, I am offering one-on-one mentoring sessions. Okay. So I only offer a limited amount every month. Um, so that I can devote my full energy to them. And those can really be focused around whatever it is that you're most needing at the time, whether it's for personal development, business development, but we can really cover areas like this and really help you flush out and identify and define what is your kind of holy trinity, okay? What is your foundation? What Let's work from there and get your brand message. Let's get further from there and let's actually develop a marketing and content strategy that not only works for you, but it feels aligned and it feels intuitive and it feels meaningful to you. Um, these are also all things that I work on directly in my Think and Grow Witch mentorship. So you can apply to work with me there. And don't forget, you are not going to want to miss out on that witch school. If you're not already on the wait list, you need to get on the wait list. There is going to be magical and astrology education and information on there. And there's also going to be all of this really, really great ethical, spiritual business information and education on there as well. So I always reward my early birds. I always reward my waitlisters. So again, if you're not already signed up, make sure that you get on over there. And if you enjoyed today, if you learned something, please, I love it so much. If you could share the show with a friend, just tell them about it. Uh, share it in your stories on Instagram. Don't forget to tag me. I would love to shout you out on my Instagram. I'd love to shout you out on the show. Um, And then if you would, 
please head over to iTunes, leave a five-star review, leave a nice positive review. This really, really, really helps the show analytics and boosts um, my reach so that more and more people can find us here in the witchy neighborhood and join us. Thank you all so much. You are the best fucking magical community out there. And I am not just being biased. You're the best. Thank you. Thank you. Until next week. Oh, wait. Oh, my God. What a lovely surprise that is. You don't have to wait another week for me. We are going to see each other this coming Friday. So until then, hang through this full moon. Take in this fresh energy. Release what you need to release. Go masturbate. And... I'll see you on the other side. I love y'all. Have a great rest of your week. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's episode of That Witch Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard here today, I would be really grateful if you would head over to iTunes right now and leave a super nice five-star review. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at thatwitch.nextdoor. I love connecting with all of you outside the show. Keep those questions, keep those comments coming. You can send fan art suggestions for topics on the show. You can nominate people to be interviewed on the show. Send anything like that to thatwitchnextdoor at gmail.com. And if you'd like to work together, I am offering a really amazing mentorship program. I'm only offering a very, very limited number of spots. You can submit your application and learn more on my website. And you can also book a one-on-one session with me at thatwitchnextdoor.com. Thank you so much again, and I'll see you all next week.